because contrary to popular belief, at least in this ministry, we just don't focus on the hereafter. We understand we have a devil to fight here. And contrary to false doctrine and popular belief, the Bible does not teach us to just live for a hereafter. The Bible teaches us to fight the good fight of faith. He said daily take up your cross. And that doesn't mean to suffer, but that means to use the word of God to fight your enemies, to fight the evil of the world so that those in darkness may know that there is a God who has set something in place for their emancipation and their deliverance. So we honor God today for not just stopping with Jesus Christ, but as he was sacrificed or crucified on our behalf on a cross on Golgotha's heel, they call it the heel of the skulls. As he not only sacrificed, he did something else. He descended into hell because the scriptures teaches us that anyone that dies on a tree is accursed. Hold it. He had to do that because he had to take all of the sins of the world upon himself as a sacrifice for our negligence and our iniquity. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Then he had to also not just take on the sin that we had committed, but also, Calkins, then he had to do something futuristic. Because he also knew what you would go through. And what I would go through. And he understood what we would have to face as he began his transition. So we began to sing a song that says the blood never loses its power. Because he understood that even though he had conquered the world, he had conquered sin and death, and he had conquered the enemy, there would still be a fight that needed to take place because God is a God of free will. So he didn't, he didn't just, just, just kill everything at that moment. Hold on. But what he said was, he says, I got to allow my people now the opportunity to come back to me. I've given them the road map. I've opened the door. The highway is no longer blocked. But because I am a God of free will and I did not make robots and I'm not a slave master because love does not demand its own way, daughter. Therefore, I want them to choose me. So I couldn't destroy everything right then and there. 
as some scholars and doctrine, no teachers would try to say, well, how come he didn't just settle things then? He said, well, if I settled things then, you still would go to hell because you had not made a cognitive choice to choose me. I set the tone and set the way, but you still had to choose who you would serve. If I never gave you the opportunity to choose, therefore I would have nullified your opportunity to be able to be acquitted by the act in which I just established for you. Therefore, my dying would have been in vain because if I didn't give you the opportunity, the whole purpose of dying was to give you the opportunity to choose life over death. So now I, I, I go to the grave and I descend. Now after I descended, I had to go to hell. Now why did I have to do that? Because I set a new dispensation. Before, there, you did not go straight unless I just brought you up like I did Enoch. You didn't ascend straight to heaven. You went into what they call paradise in the place called Hades. There was a place in Hades or hell called paradise. And the, there was a blockade that was there, but you could see a cross. This is why the King Lazarus looked over and told the poor man and asked the angel, will you please tell the angel to come and bring me some water so I can dip my tongue in the cool water to, to cool me off a little bit. And the angel of the Lord looked at him and said, he can't cross over there if he wanted to. He said, well, let me, let me go back up and tell my brothers about this place because they're just as bad as I am. He said, you can't go back up. He said, they have the prophets. They have the teachings in the Torah. He said, let them hear them. Oh, y'all don't want to know. So now hell is a real place. Not used. Let me help somebody. Can I, can I take my time for a moment? We, we, we this is free. 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 It's not used to intimidate. Hell is not used to intimidate you into fear because we are not spiritual bullies. The conscious community and other teachers who have no, who do not understand the word of God will impress upon uneducated naive, self-centered minds that religion is used as a tool to bully the believer into putting you into such a state of fear that you operate based off a traumatic, uh, uh, a traumatizing effect of an overwhelming, uh, paranoid uh, state of fear of hell. You teach or we teach hell because it is a real place that people will choose to go to because God don't just put you there. But he gives us a choice so that we do not have to experience eternal damnation. 
But eternal damnation or the teaching of hell itself is not used as a catalyst in order to traumatize you into manipulating you to give money or to serve. It is a true fact that there is a place for those who don't go after God. And there is a place for those who do run after God. Oh, come on, somebody. And, and Jesus himself descended into that place. Because he had to take back what Adam had given over to the Lucifer. Are you following what I'm saying? He went into Hades because when Adam sinned, he gave the deed of the land over to Satan. I wish I had a witness. Any one of you that's had any property or anything, you know about a deed. Deed has ownership. When God gave this land to Adam and to Eve, they had ownership of that land. As long as they followed the creator's request. When Adam looked and did what Satan wanted him to do in that he disobeyed God, then now the deed of ownership transferred. Are y'all following what I'm saying? This is why Satan is the God of this world in the sense he's the God of the system of this world. That's why Jesus, in Matthew, he couldn't say anything to him. When Satan said, if you bow down and worship me, I will give you all of these things. Now, Jesus didn't correct him. He just said, thou shalt worship no other God but the one and only true living God. Are y'all following what I'm saying? Let, let, let's set the record straight. Let's set the record straight. There had to be a sacrifice for sins because the wages of sin is death. Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice so that we could be redeemed. But by no ways do we use hell to manipulate you or to put you into fear. Hell, if you want to be in fear, be in fear of the government. Be in fear, be in fear of white racist supremacy. Be in, be in fear of disgruntled, disconfused, discombobulated, disjointed black people who do not understand their own value and do not understand the value of yourself, of your life. Be, be fearful of the bourgeoisie who have elevated themselves in education and finances and care nothing about going back to help them. Be afraid of them. Be afraid of the mindset, the traumatized mindset in the hood, whether it be male or female, that is so uh, 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 self-absorbed or has such an inferiority complex that it cannot appreciate themselves, nor can it appreciate you. Be afraid of that. Be afraid of a mindset that is so traumatized, so, so hurt, so disjointed, so discombobulated, that it sits in a state of depression for the majority of the time. A traumatized mindset that has no energy, that has no drive, that has no zeal, and that has no hope. Be afraid of that. See, that's what you need to be afraid of. But we don't use hell to make you afraid. Jesus defeated hell. That's why the scripture said, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So he descended into Hades and he took back what Adam had given over. So it was all what they call a plan of salvation. 
he went in and then those that were in Hades he set a new dispensation because now you're saved by grace you're saved by faith through God not necessarily by walking or following commandments he did not hold it he did not dismiss the commandments because he's the same yesterday today and forever Jesus said I come not to destroy the law but to fulfill the law but yet and still I come to make all things brand new in other way in other words I gotta I gotta make sure that I put something in place that can help you help yourself oh you don't want no because if we just if we just deal with you through the ideology or the principles of you being disciplined you won't make it if, you, if, if, if I'm leaving it, if I leave it up to you to follow rules and through the following of these commandments alone, you're going to make it, then you won't make it. But I want to put something else in place because I know who you are. I know what you're going to do. I know your dysfunctionality. I know your idiosyncrasy. And I know the enemy that you're fighting. Oh, y'all come on, somebody. So, so what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, minister, I'm going to put something in place called grace. Uh, yeah, you, don't, you don't hear me. I'm going to put something in place called grace. Now, grace is an interesting thing because what grace is built on, it's built on how much faith, which means trust and belief, you have in me and my word and your deliverance, your healing and your prosperity is based on that more so than you being so politically correct in other words I don't have to be perfect to be blessed I have room for mistakes because grace allows me something called repentance see grace allows a, 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 a caveat or a disclaimer because grace deals with my heart. Grace deals with my heart. In other words, if I have a sincere heart, if I have a heart that's bent toward God, I wish I had somebody. If my heart and my motives are unselfish and my whole aim and desire is to please the one I say I serve, even if I got some issues in my life, the enemy won't be able to overtake me because grace has allowed me to be able to still be successful, still be healed, and still be delivered, and still come in here and raise my hands and not feel guilty because God put grace and then he put mercy in my life. That's why David was the one to, to pin. Y'all don't want no word. See, the greatest person in, uh, 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 of what I'm talking about would be David, who was a man after God's own heart, but who had more issues than anybody you could ever name. But the Bible says at the end of, at the, end of the 23rd Psalm, he said, but grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't know about you, but I thank God for grace and mercy because I tell you, I need me some grace. And I need me some mercy. And that's why you can come in here right now. You don't hear what I'm saying. No matter what you've done, no matter what you've said, no matter how many mistakes you made, I thank God that he put something in the writing. 
he did something to say, even though they're not perfect, they are perfect in my sight. Number one, because the blood my son shed. I don't see them as they are. I see them as they can be because they have the blood of Jesus on their life. Number two, I set the record straight and I put grace and mercy in the atmosphere so that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. That's why the Bible says there's therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who are called according to his purpose. I wish I had somebody today. That's why you can go ahead on and give God praise no matter what's going on in your life because God is still in control. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me finish this. So he descended. Then the Bible says he ascended. He had to get up. But he had to take care of some business first in hell. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he went back and snatched. He didn't ask, he just took the keys. A life and death. The power. Control. Took authority back. Over the earth realm. (laughs) He took authority back over the earth realm. Then he got up. I wish I had somebody. Got up and busted a a hole in hell so big. That the Bible. Says dead men were seen walking the earth. That means he blew it up. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Then he didn't just stop there. Yeah, hold it, hold it, man. Hold it, man. I'll tell you how bad God is. He sit there. He didn't just go away and leave. He stayed 40 more days. He came up and he showed everybody who he was and what they could be. This is why disciples were willing to die because they saw the man die. And they saw him come up again. In fact, the Bible teaches us that he was walking with some disciples. And they couldn't even recognize him. Because when he came up, he came up with a glorified body. Now, hold it, hold it, hold it. Let me tell you something. See, the reason it's such a challenge for us to get to a place we need to get to. It's because many of us aren't willing to die. Oh, I wish I had somebody. See, see, you got to be like Jesus. And in order to be like Jesus to get that glory, then you first got to die. Because everything goes through process. I don't want no witnesses. I wish I had somebody. Everything goes through a process. Well, the seed, when you put it in the ground, what makes the seed transform into something worthwhile or something profitable is the fact that the seed does what? It dies in the ground. So the reason, the reason, the reason that you are not getting to a place is because you keep letting certain things live in your life when you need to allow certain things to die in your life. I wish I had a witness. Oh, my God. See, everything got to go through a process of death. 
Some things are dead in you. Many of you are carrying around dead things on your back. No, no, oh, y'all, no, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. In the Roman emperor time, there was a certain punishment that they did. Hold it. Certain people, if they really wanted to punish you because the Romans were masters at, 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 at crucifixion, crucifixion, they were masters at, at, at terrorism and torture. They were masters. One of the things they would do was, as a punishment, they would put a dead man or woman on your body. They had somebody dead, and you would, they tie it to you, and you would walk around with it. Well, as the body began to uh, uh, de decay, it became diseased, infected, and that would get into you, and you would die a gruesome, slow death. Lord have mercy. I, I, I want to suggest to you this morning, and this is from God this morning. You, I have no paper, no nothing. This is from God this morning. God is saying, you need to leave and let go of some dead things. Because some of you, if not all of you, are carrying around dead things. And it's contaminating and killing you. It's dead. Let it go. I ain't getting no hand clap. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. You, you're holding on to things that are dead and decaying. And because you refuse to let it go, it's contaminating your mind. It's infecting your heart. It's infecting your spirit. And now you are decaying. You are dying because you refuse to let go of dead things. I wish I had somebody. You got dead things on your mind. All things. Guilt things. Holding grudge things. Won't let certain things go. And they're dead and you should bury them. Because Jesus said the same thing. And so you got to understand the Bible. Everybody can't teach this. Because there was somebody that, that said, I'm going to follow you, but first let me bury my father. And then what did Jesus say? He said, I tell you what, let the dead take care of the dead, y'all. He said, you just come on and follow me. I'm here to tell you this morning. God has said, let go of whatever you think you need to fix in your life. Let that be that. And you follow God. Let me break it down some more for you because you're not getting it. In other words, God said, I'll take care of the issue. But what I need you to do is to keep your mind stayed on me. Because the Bible says, he that keep his mind stayed on me shall have peace. And let me quote it right. He will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed. Uh, now you want it. I know you want it like that. So I'm going to give it to you like that. So he, he had to conquer death. So he walked around. This is free. This is free. So he walked around for 40 days, symbolic of the 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> that Noah spent on the water. He, the 40 days and 40 nights that he fasted. Because now you have numerology that's symbolic. I won't get in that. That's too much today. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into it another time. But he stayed 40 days on the earth. And the Bible said he had a glorified body. Very unique. Because in one state, he says, don't touch me. 
because I'm in a glorified state. And so he tells us and teaches us, daughter, that everything can't be allowed to touch you, especially when you're trying to walk with the Lord. And God puts you in a glorified, hold it, hold it. When my mind begins to change, then I got to let some things not allow themselves to get into my mind. Because once my mind begins to change, man, I begin to understand God, then I got to be careful what I listen to. Why? Because what happens is when God begins to elevate us and we become in a glorified state of mind, which is a higher learning, a higher understanding. When we begin to experience prayer and we pray and God moves on our behalf, here comes something trying to touch us. Here comes something trying to contaminate. And God said, you, your hands are too dirty to be touching me right now. I don't want anything that's not holy touching me because I'm in a glorified state right now. See, this is why you got to put away gossip. This is why you can't listen to every rumor because something might be touching on you that don't need to be touching on you and then there'll be some seeds planted or you you don't hear what I'm saying. When a child is dirty and their hands are dirty and you done got all dressed up for church, the first thing you do is say, wait a minute, keep your hands over there to yourself. Why? I don't want you touching me because I don't want you getting me dirty. If you do that with your clothes, why don't you do that with your mind? Yeah. 